a Novon Health team member really wants to be able to use Photoshop for their job. They do a quick Google search, find a good looking link, and download it. Then, when they go to install the software, something weird happens. Their monitor flickers, their icons change, and then suddenly the screen goes blank. And then they notice all the computers around them doing the same thing. Ransomware has infiltrated the building. A Novant Health team member has a particular note-taking program that they like to use. They use it at home. They want to use it at work. They know exactly where to find it, so they go and get it and install it, and it works just fine on their computer. What they don't know is that there's now a critical security vulnerability in that note-taking program. And because cybersecurity doesn't know that it's there, no one is making sure this program is updated to be safe. Suddenly, a bad actor gets into the Novon Health network through this security vulnerability. They take patient data, and now it's out there on the internet for anyone to find and see. Both of these stories are great examples of things that, while not happening every day in our network, could happen on any day in our network. This is Within These Firewalls. Hello, everyone. Thank you once again for joining me for Within These Firewalls, a CyberSmart podcast. My name is Drew Walker, and I'm a member of the Cybersecurity Products and Services Threat Intelligence Team, or the CPS CTI team, because we all love a good acronym. The two stories that we let off with here are a little exaggerated for this example, but they are things that really happen every day in the world of cybersecurity, and the results can definitely be that bad or even worse. It can introduce malware or ransomware. It can enable backdoor access to our network. It can contain errors or bugs, or it can create vulnerabilities since DPS is not maintaining and patching the software. Bad actors are constantly looking for any way possible to break into organizations to cause damage or for monetary gain. Usually that means either stealing information or just crippling a company's ability to do their jobs. So before I dive into the reasons why we're talking about this and why it's so important that we manage our software uh, in the right way, I just want to start by telling you that we here at Cybersecurity are not here just to tell you no. Our job is not to keep you from having the tools that you need to do your job or to make things harder on you. We're simply here to make sure that our patients and our team members are all safe and able to do their jobs. We have processes in place and we're continuing to improve those processes that will allow you to do remarkable work while also being safe and secure. In that first story, we talk about a team member who is looking for a piece of software, Photoshop in this example, that they need to do their job. And instead of going through the digital products and services team, uh, end user computing, IT, whatever you want to call those folks, they decide to just download and install the software themselves. And instead of getting real software, they get malware from the internet. Now, we have protections in place that are meant to help prevent things like this from happening. Even if a, a team member is able to install something and it's bad, our protections should help keep it contained to that computer or keep it from activating at all. But the truth is, malicious actors are constantly finding ways to circumvent those protections. The best way, and sometimes the only way, to prevent those circumventions is to not allow any software into our environment that has not been fully vetted by an appropriate team, which is why we have teams that are meant to install software for you. That also leads into the second story, where a team member installed a piece of software that was actually perfectly fine. 
There was nothing wrong with the software itself. They got the download from a safe place, and it worked fine. Uh, but that, once again, is the best case scenario. And we all know that the best case scenario is not often the usual scenario. Besides the malicious things that can happen here, such as a security vulnerability or a data breach of a user's credentials for a piece of software that we don't know is in the environment, there's also just functional issues that can come up from software that's not been tested by our teams. We have a whole lot of very specialized, specific programs in our environment that enable each and every one of our teams from patient care to technical support to do their jobs. And if you install a piece of software that's not compatible with those, you can cause all sorts of issues for yourself, for the rest of your direct team members, for other team members in the environment, or for patients and patient care. And those are the things that we really want to avoid. So aside from the scary stories of the bad guy on the internet, there's also just the ability to do your job that's very important and at play here. As far as the bad guy on the internet goes, they can definitely take advantage of a vulnerability that's not updated or a setting that's not in place to keep a vulnerability from existing in the first place. And once again, that's not to say that you can't use that software. We just need you to request and document that software in the right way, which is now what we're going to talk about. There are some very easy ways to go about doing this. The first way involves requesting software that we already have in the environment, like Photoshop. If that's something that you really need to use, or Audition, which is what I'm using to record this on, there is a form you can use to request that. Uh, if you go to the iConnect homepage and click Service Portal in the top right, on that page that appears in the search box, just type in Software, and it will bring up the Request Existing Software form. If there's software that you don't think we have in the environment or it's something that you're looking for to try, click on the Have an Innovation tab under Digital Products and Services. In that form, you can request a new digital product or service. It's gonna ask you for some information and then a team member will get in contact with you for moving this forward. This can cover anything from a tool that you use at home that you would like to use at work or a new capability that you know would help you do your job better but you don't think it exists in our environment yet. We really want to capture those ideas so that we can help all of our team members do their jobs well and provide the most remarkable care possible. So if you have those ideas, please submit them to us there. And of course, if you have questions about this software approval process or about the security reasons behind it or about cybersecurity in general, you should head on over to our SharePoint site, CyberSmart. You can find CyberSmart by going to team member resources on iConnect and clicking on the CyberSmart link. CyberSmart is our one-stop shop for everything cybersecurity. We have the latest news and tips and tricks for things to look out for and ways to be cyber safe. We're also constantly adding new educational resources that teach you about things like passphrases and how to report phishing emails and how to spot phishing emails and anything you can think of like that. We also have links on there for you to be able to send us a message if you have a question or a concern. You can also report a cybersecurity issue through ServiceNow you can also report any suspicious emails that you get using the report message button in the top right of your Outlook client or forward the messages to fish at novonhealth.org if for some reason you can't find that button to report it to us that way. And with that, we are going to wrap up this episode of Within These Firewalls, a CyberSmart podcast. Thank you once again for joining me here to improve your cybersecurity knowledge and do everything that we can to keep Novon Health cyber safe and continue to provide remarkable care for our patients and team members. Hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you again soon.